0: the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by cut cut is a peer-to-peer social betting platform that's u.s based and available in 40 states head to cut.com that's k-u-t-t.com and use promo code sgpn for a 10 percent deposit bonus we're also brought to you by hall of fame bets the sports betting research platform for parlays player props and game lines Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit atrofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And don't forget to enter Super Bowl 58 props contest. Pick 58 Super Bowl prop bets for a chance to win $1,000. Enter today for free at slash SB58 or in the SGPN app. <laughs>
1: everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast it's on the sports gambling podcast network my name is talon jenkins joined with our hosts we got ryan gilbert and joel myro gentlemen how the hell are we doing tonight i'm
0: doing good i love these earlier wednesday shows i can you know, have indulged a little bit I have a few hours after the show before i have to go to bed so that's always a good time Always, always good to have you back as well talent i don't have to host and it's always just much more enjoyable when the boys are back together here
2: what's the story lads I just came back from my favorite Irish bar in the city all the way on the other side of town I had to uh, re up my favorite hot sauce shout out to the the, the finebose African ghost pepper sauce it's excellent stuff <laughs> highly recommend it if you can get it uh, I can only get it at the, at the South African grocery store on the other side of town um, but yeah that, that bar is is the best it's it's actually cheap unlike all the shitty Irish bars downtown and it's actually operated by real Irish people so uh, yeah that, 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 that was a nice time um, shout out to the fox and the Hound Great, great place. Uh, any people in Vancouver? Highly recommend it.
1: Yeah, I hate that you just said. What do you say? How's your How's your story? Is that what you said? What's the What's story? the story,
2: lads? That's all they oh say. What's God. up in Ireland, <laughs> dude?
1: I, it reminds me. So I was hanging out. My old college roommate. He's in a band, right? And it's all like. I don't know. They're like shoegaze and all that kind of weird shit. And they're cool guys for the most part, but there's one guy I don't really like too much. We were all doing mushrooms once chilling at his house. And this guy just looks at me and he's sitting at his girlfriend. And he's like, so bro, what's your story? I'm like, shut the fuck up. Don't ask me what my story is. Like, what do you want me to What do you want to know my whole life here? Get the fuck out of town. So, I don't know. When he said that, it threw me off guard a little bit. But, anyways, uh, yeah, I'm doing good. Like, Grind said, it's good to be back. I haven't been back on the show for about like two weeks now. So, it's nice to be rocking and rolling, But on that midnight grind. But anytime we can go and have some fun with the boys here, or with the lads, I guess, as Jolie would say today, it's, uh, it's, it's all good shit, man um all right we're gonna rock and roll in here yo. everybody uh everybody go check out the SGPN website that's the place to be tons of stuff going on in the world of sports NHL coming off the all-star break I'm sure you guys talked a little bit about that the past couple shows Uh, I think NBA is going into their all-star break fuck we got the Super Bowl coming up this weekend we guess we shouldn't bury the lead that's pretty big going on uh baseball I've heard rumblings and grumblings out of the world of baseball so I'm sure there's stuff going down there uh ryan anything anything we need to have our finger on the pulse here or what
0: uh no not really still a few free agents out there waiting to sign so cody bellinger jordan montgomery so yeah there's still still some uh guys unsigned with spring training just just around the corner here pitchers and catchers and any day now
1: right on we'll be we'll be eagerly awaiting to get that news uh, uh anyway tons of stuff there was golf we got waste management you know that's teeing off tomorrow you know that's gonna be Sweet, uh, Some tons of stuff in the world of sports. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. Go check it out. Read the articles. Check out all the other shows as well. Uh, everybody does a kick-ass job there. Shout out to the boy Jeff Fox as always. Um, and of course man, shout out all of our friends and pals in the Discord, it's bumping, everybody's having a good time in there it, it, it's the place to be dude, it doesn't matter what hour of the night, there's going to be conversations going on in there, everybody's having a good time man, so shout out to all our friends and pals in the Discord, if you're not in the Discord, you're not making money uh, if you want to get in the Discord, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter, we'll be sure to point you in the right direction, or you, you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account, social media assistant producer will get you going, he's a beauty love talking to that guy, especially the Discord last night he's awesome, uh, or or what you can do is, uh I don't know. You can just go down to your local Irish pub, baby. And if that's what happens to be in Vancouver or West Van or whatever or East Van, wherever the fuck Jolie is, he'll uh, he'll be he'll be the guy sitting there in a wicked jacket that he's wearing right now, too. That looks pretty awesome. So you see him sitting out there, just go to the bar and be like, "Hey, Lassie, do you mind telling me how to get into the Discord?" And he'll be like, "Oh, here's how you get it done, my friend." And then after that, you'll be right in the Discord, baby.
2: Just don't eat their food. Drink their beer. Don't eat their food.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Bring your own spices if you're going to have any any English or Irish food, I guess.
2: Uh, yeah, <laughs> hot sauce from South Africa.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah, make sure to follow us on Twitter at hockey HockeySGPN. Uh, subscribe to the podcast on YouTube. Shout out everyone in the chat there. I got Catfish in there, of course. Very loyal listener there. So shout out Catfish. Shout out everyone there on YouTube that's been commenting. Got out a lot of, lot of nice comments recently because we actually hit, hit a few plays. I think our consensus plays... <laughs> For last night, I ended up going ten and one. How that works? Yeah, yeah. When I'm not here, you guys actually hit shit. Is that what you're saying? Like, oh, <laughs> once in a blue moon we we hit that. But 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 yeah. Uh, shout out everyone on YouTube. Subscribe there. Subscribe to Apple, Spotify. Leave us a five star rating and review, and I'll read it at the end of the show. All
1: right, we're gonna move into our lock dogs and totals from the last time we were all together. Uh, the games we're gonna be talking about these are old. I think it was like January 27th. so we don't gotta to go too deep big into them, but we'll uh, we'll run through it quickly. Um, your, your boy, me, three and zero baby, plus uh, 3.96 units. Jolie went two and one of 1.59 units, and Ryan went one one and one with the uh, with the weird push that we don't see too often when we do this, but down 0.11 units. Uh, Jolie, kick us off, run us through here, buddy.
2: Sure, my lock was a total. The Knights Red Wings over six, minus one twelve. Uh I think there were they were like five goals in the first period. And it was looking pretty good. No goals in the second period. I started to get slightly nervous, but no, this one cleared easily. Um, that was a good bet. Dog Islanders, my line home against the Panthers. I didn't watch much this game, but I know that uh, the Islanders lost in overtime. I went one and eight in all my, my games that went to overtime <laughs> that week. And uh, I still came out profitable, so shout out to me. Um. Yeah, I didn't mind this one, though. Uh, I'd make that bet again. And then total, I don't remember this game at all. <laughs> we, we were talking all fairly. Nobody remembers this game. Apparently it was 6-3. Devil's Lightning over 6.5, minus 125. Ryan's informing us that there are only two goals after two periods, but uh, it went easily over in the end. So, uh, yeah, yeah. It, it, you're a real one if you remember this one.
0: Yeah, uh, for myself, my lock was a push. Locked up the total. Uh, Maple Leafs, Jets under 6 plus 100. Had, had to look it back up. But yeah, this was a uh, 4-1 Leafs lead until 12 seconds left when Mason Appleton scored. Make it a push on the under 6 there. Uh, my dogs, the Stars on the puck line, plus 105 against the Capitals. They were up were up 2 at some point, but they won in overtime 5-4. And my total, the Predators, Oilers under 6.5 minus 112. This was during the Oilers' big winning streak when they were allowing two goals or fewer. They won that one four one, so I was able to get a, a win there.
1: All right, for myself, like I said, 3-0, and baby. Needed a big bounce back show uh, for my
0: lock. I had
1: the game Julie was just talking about that nobody knows what the hell happened. Tampa Bay, uh, money line against the Devils minus 155. What do you say, 6-3 final? Something yeah. like that? Mm-hmm. right on um for my dog detroit puck line plus 180 versus the bag is golden knights here this was the fire up the detroit city play i remember this you know the lions are about to have a big game uh in the playoffs and shit we were all pumped for that we we went we went with the city man and the sports gods paid off yeah. here i think it was like a 5-2 final with an empty net i think larkin had a pair of goals in this game or something like that i was watching it um and then for my total pittsburgh montreal under six and a half minus 115 i think this was like a 3-2 overtime final or something like that i don't really recall at the top of my head but uh ended up going under nonetheless so uh big show and fuck i sure as hell needed it so that's always good to see you you fucking with your cat with the the laser pointer. I am. I got the laser. Can you guys see that? Sorry, yeah, yeah it's the only it a little bit. Way yeah, way I can distract him. He was biting. He was biting at my little mic there, so I had to get him out of here somehow.
0: You know? <laughs> um. All right. Uh, we are brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl Fifty Eight? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn five bucks into two hundred instantly in bonus bets. On the Drafting Sportsbook app now and use code SGP. New customers can bet five bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets only on Drafting Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem, call 100 Gambler. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 Hope NY or text Hope NY 467 369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888 789 7777 or visit ccpg.org. C- c- Please play responsibly on behalf of Bootha Casino and Resort in Kansas. 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. And check out Underdog Fantasy. It's a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long. No matter the sport, simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. You can win 100 times your money, your entry with some spicy plays. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code HGP, Underdog will double your first deposit up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code HGP.
1: We'll keep that in mind, Catfish. That's cool. Um, all right, boys. We got a, a seven-game slate. It's that here for Thursday, February 8th. Good to be back, gentlemen. Are we ready to rock and roll here or what?
0: Oh, yeah.
1: No? <laughs> I was going to say, I guess we're not ready to rock and roll. Like, fuck, Jesus. Um, all right, first game on the docket here. We got the Colorado Avalanche against the Carolina Hurricanes. Game itself is in Carolina. Uh, Colorado, the money line, sitting at plus 120. Canes on the money line at minus 142. The over unders at 6.5. Over-sitting at minus 102. The under, minus 118. Uh, Jolie, Mister Meyer, this is a pretty big game for Colorado here, yo. Maybe potential Stanley Cup final matchup. Who knows? Uh, what, what do you think is going to go down here with your team?
2: Well, two games. Um, offense is looking pretty shit. Only, only uh, two goals through five periods until uh, yeah, Kale McCart snuck a sneaky one past Vitek Vanacek, who was having a great game uh, with the Devils against the Avs in that one. So the Avalanche offense isn't really firing after the All Star break. Early days, of course. Uh, and they go against a Hurricanes team who just uh, suffered a defeat against the, the Canucks. Of course, it was a very low event game. That's the way the Hurricanes played and the, the way the Canucks played, too. Like uh, uh, Ryan had the under in that one. That was a good bet. Um, <laughs> there were hardly any shots in that one. Both teams playing great defense. And we're going with like, a very different strategy for with the Avalanche, different way uh, of playing the game. So uh, it's a it's, it's, uh, world's collide here. A clash of styles with the Avalanche offense against the Hurricanes defense. So, yeah, it's it's tough to handicap these ones. But um, I think that the Avalanche bounced back. We saw how pissed off McKinnon was after the game. Uh, with the, the, the Devils winning with two minutes left in the game. Didn't even get the precious loser point. Um, but, yeah, coming back to uh, the, the Raleigh here, I think that the Avalanche bounced back. I, I haven't bet this one, but I, I lean to the Avalanche. And uh, if you bet in the Avalanche, it's it's correlated with the over because they're not going to win games uh, three to two very often. So lean to the over as well. But yeah, like I said, I, I haven't bet this one. I just I just hope the Abs come through.
0: Yeah, should be a a good game here. Don't really have a strong feeling on this side. I I guess, if anything, I I would lean to the Avs at plus 120. But as Joel said, that is kind of correlated to the over. And I I like the under here. Under six and a half at minus 118. The Canes have been an under team. You know, pretty much that's what they're known for. They are finally now have more unders than overs this season after going under last game. Now under in four straight. And I think, you know, after the All-Star break here, you're definitely going to see it more after the trade deadline. But this is the home stretch for teams, for for playoff teams that want to get their playoff style right. They want to make sure they're playing responsible hockey, and I think, you know, we saw that luckily uh, getting the three-two win for Vancouver uh, last night in Carolina. So I see a, a similar game here. Could see an overtime here, so maybe take a take a draw there or a correct score two-two or three-three. But my only bet for this one is the under six and a half at minus one eighteen.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of leaning with my boy Joel here on this one. Obviously, Colorado is the better team when they're at home. So coming into the road against a strong team like Carolina, that makes you uh, question a couple things here. But I, I think the biggest thing for me is goaltending here, man. Like Piotr, or Piotr Chetkov is expected to get the nod for Carolina. What I'm seeing hasn't been confirmed. So I'll be keeping an eye out for that as well. But – uh uh, I don't know, and I'm not saying Gorgiev's been better either, he definitely hasn't. They both have identical, uh, 0. Hey, 0. Sabers, so he won just...
2: He won the all star thing, he, he won the all star thing. It's Everyone great... was
1: laughing at him yeah. for coming to the all star game, You're right? He showed him up. It's great to see a Russian give a shit in the all star game for once, it's very <laughs> interesting. Um, but yeah, no, I'm uh, I, I for that sake, I'm leaning towards the over. Uh, I think we're going to see some goals. Yes, Joel brought up a good point, too. And it's like you have the defensive style of Carolina. Uh, they're, I think, they're like second in the league for averaging on shots on goal against, only giving up like 26. But then you have that dynamite offense that we are seeing in Colorado here. And I just can't go against my boy, Nate Dog. You're going to give me McKinnon for a shit goalie at plus 120. I'll be all over that. Uh, so give me Colorado on the money line at plus 120 and give me the over six and a half minus 102 um Okay, moving down to the 7 p.m. time slot again. Here we got the Winnipeg Jets against the Philadelphia Flyers. Game itself is in Philadelphia. uh My parents—they weren't in Philadelphia, but they were in Pennsylvania last week. So there you go. Shout out to Pennsylvania. Shout out. Were they close to
0: Philadelphia? Were they like no? Out there near Dilly and Pittsburgh?
1: They were closer to Dilly and Pittsburgh. They were saying they didn't quite make it into Pittsburgh, but they were just you know cruising and. You know, doing whatever those two do. I don't really want to know. But uh um <laughs> so game itself here uh is in Philly <laughs> Winnipeg big on the money line, sitting at minus one fifty five, Philly on the money line at plus one thirty, the over-unders are five and a half volt over under sitting at minus one ten. Right guy, what's up with your flyers here? Big game against the Jets.
0: Yeah, big game here. I got a got a big homestand coming up. Three straight home games on on back to on not back to, every other night, Tuesday or Thursday, Saturday, and then Monday here. Flyers looked good in Florida for the second and third periods. We talked about that last night. Bad first period, but, you know, only allowed the one power play goal, won that one 2-1. Sam Arson looked pretty good. And Winnipeg has not got their offense going recently. They got shut out in Pittsburgh um, on on Tuesday night, went into the break, only scoring three goals in their previous three games here. So I think the the best bet here would be the under 5.5 at minus 110. Tortorella wants the Flyers playing more defensive. He he definitely talked about that. And that's the Jets' whole style. I mean, they have the Vesna Trophy front runner in Connor Hallebach. They've been one of the best under teams so far this season. Uh, it was a two nothing final with the Flyers winning in Winnipeg uh, last month on the thirteenth. So, like the under five and a half here, and this line's kind of getting up to where I might take the Flyers plus one thirty. Uh, they're, they're, you know, they got to get the act together at home, but uh, it's tough to bet bet against Winnipeg. I have lost four straight, so I'm just going to stick with the under here.
2: Yeah, I think the under is the only play here for me as well. Uh, Again, I haven't bet this one. Not not a strong feeling either way, but for all the reasons Ryan mentioned, um, I like the under as well. Interesting that uh, in Greg Wyszynski's latest uh, awards polling, uh, Connor Helbuck was actually the the third nominee or the third most voted player for the the heart. I don't think that he'll win, but that's just interesting to bring up. It's very hard for a goalkeeper to win the... uh, Hard trophy, of course. Uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. But yeah, the under five and a half, even like you don't see many five and a half these days, but uh, in a Jets game, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah, I, it, it's 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 uh, not a great Flyers offense right now. Um, but yeah, like Ryan said, they're playing better defense. So yeah, under five and a half would be the bet for me. Lean to the Flyers money line. But again, haven't bet this game at all.
1: Yeah, I think in, I don't know, Ryan, you might not agree with me here. This might be a little bit mean as well, but I think we're kind of going to see Philly drop back to maybe, I guess a little bit closer to what we expected from this team at the start of the season, uh, which is, I don't think it should be as big of a shot here, dude. Like this is all the credit, not only to John Tortorella for implementing a system here, for implementing a system defensive wise, uh, but as well as the players for buying into it, man, that's, that's the most important thing. It shows the sign of a good locker room and it shows that, you know, maybe this year might not be the best year for Philadelphia, even though they have been playing awesome, but uh, the future is looking, you know, the future is looking like it should be hopefully in decent shape. Um, with that being said, I fucking love the Jets in this game. Man. Uh Ryan brought up a good point here. This Winnipeg team's on a four game losing streak that that like when you think the Winnipeg Jets you don't think of a team that goes on a five game fucking skid at all this year so uh, I'm sorry I think that the boys are going to show up ready to fucking rock and roll um you know road records they've been (laughs) good man 14 6 and 3 on the road this year uh Connor Hellebuck like you guys said this guy's just an absolute stud 23 10 and 3 record 2.22 goals against average 0.923 save percentage here uh those are big numbers man Uh, I think Mark Shifley's back as well has he played a game back yet with the Jets I'm not seeing him on the injury report so i imagine that he'll be playing he got taken
2: off the ir i don't know if he played in the last one though yeah I think so, he last
1: night. okay well that's big to have him back man this guy is uh, not an absolute stud i hate his guts but uh he's a hell of a hockey player and they're a much better team with him in the lineup so uh anyways i'm gonna be all over the jets here at minus 155 and you guys both brought up some excellent points leaning towards the under here uh samuel urson has been no, he's he's been good. Is it is it safe to say this
0: kid came out of nowhere? Is that is that weird to say? Like, fuck, I never heard of him before this year. Yeah, I mean, Flyers fans kind of liked him last year a little bit. He had like a, a decent stretch, but he's he's been very up, very up and down. Right on, man. So that's good to see. Yeah. Anyways, give me the under. Give me the Jets,
1: baby. And Philly fans, I'm not shitting on you, but uh, I think we're gonna see uh, you, you fall back a little bit here. All right, moving to the 7 p.m. time slot again. We have the Washington Capitals against the Florida Panthers. Game itself is in Florida. Uh, Washington on the money line at plus 200. Panthers on the money line at minus 245. Panthers on the puck line at plus one and a half is paying off uh – Plus 102, the over/unders at six. overpaying off, plus 105. The under minus 125. Here, man, uh, boys, I keep the Panthers keep growing on me. I fucking hate it because this team drives me nuts. But uh, they're battling, man. Second in the Atlantic, a 31-15 and four record here. Um, Washington. I don't know like they're they're shit they're shit it's safe to say they're a better home team than they are on the road obviously here but uh we saw that hot start in the season they're definitely not too much to write home about here they it's a it's a David versus Goliath kind of story in this one man now how do you play Florida minus 245 is a hell of a lot of juice I'd be looking maybe regulation even that you're probably seeing like I don't know maybe minus 160 or something like that um is that what it is exactly minus 160 uh
2: 160 165 yeah
1: okay close enough um, puck line might even be available too, man. This Florida team, uh, like Sam Bennett's just been lighting the fucking lamp. How come nobody's talking about this guy's contract? He's gonna get paid. Um, uh, but yeah, so give me the Panthers anyway, which possible, maybe like a team total. And then also, I might be leaning towards like a Washington team total under the number, man. This team's 30th in the league for goals. Uh, scored per game. Um, Bobrovsky, if he does play this game, he has some sweet numbers this year, 2.51 goals against average, 0.910 save percentage. Uh, This game, I don't love the total. Maybe the under, I'm kind of seeing like a a 4-1 final, maybe even a 5-1 final for Florida here, the push and play at six, but I don't know. I guess give me the under.
0: Yeah, Joel and I have been shitting on Washington the past few nights here, especially with Kuznetsov out now. I did hit their under 83.5 points after losing... To Montreal last night. Uh, I think they're going to lose again here down in Florida. Florida played well against the Flyers, but you know, the Flyers turned it on in the second half of that game. Yeah, the Caps are just a bad hockey team. They've lost five straight, four of them were by at least two goals, including three by three goals here. So I think Florida easily wins this by margin. So get, getting plus odds on that, I like that a lot. At plus 102. Let's go take a shot at uh, Sam Reinhart, anytime goal scorer at plus 110. I think anytime you can get him at plus odds against a team that liked the Capitals where the where the Panthers should score three or four goals. he's scored in over half of games this season. Uh, eight of his past 10, 16 of his past 20. So like he's just been on fire. So Panthers
2: and a Reinhardt goal. We are all aligned on this game. My feelings on these teams are very clear. High on the Panthers, high on the Capitals. Uh yeah. Uh, if you want the under, under a half points, come to the Discord, I'll give you a book. That'll, that'll give you that number. Um, Is it an offshore but- book? Minus one thirty. It's both legal and offshore. I don't know if it's legal in Pennsylvania, but it's legal in some states, uh, and it's illegal in BC. Um, anyway, it's a book that I was recently uh, <laughs> reconciled oh, you were, with. You were, are, Yes, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you can
0: you can bet there. You can bet there uh, every day of the year if you want to. want to say that?
2: That's right. <laughs> well done. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, yeah, Panthers. I I don't know if I want to do the puck line considering how the way that the, the way the Panthers play. They just, they, they just play like, these three two games all the time. But definitely regulation and uh, I like the under as well uh capitals just their offense is is one of the worst in the league but their defense is still okay-ish and the Panthers they 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 don't really want to push the play if they're winning they're just going to sit on the lead so I like the under and I like the Panthers regulation at the uh, minus 160 165 price whatever it's at or you could do that uh, the uh, money line thing with the under seven and a half and then the Panthers money line because <laughs> Panthers aren't winning this game like five to four that they're pretty crazy so, yeah, definitely Panthers in the under for me.
1: All right. Heading down to the 7 p.m. time slot again, we have the Vancouver Canucks against the Boston Bruins game itself. is in Boston in the Gardens. This is a repeat of what was it, 2011 Stanley Cup final, 2012? One of those two years? 2011, oh. I
2: think. 2011. 2011? 2012? Yeah. was 12.
1: Maybe 2011-12? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who cares, these teams met in the Stanley Cup finals, baby. Always some animosity here between them, too. Uh, Canucks on the yeah. money- 2012
0: was Kings, yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Uh, Canucks on the money line sitting at plus 110, Bruins on the money line at minus 130, the over-unders at six, overpaying off minus 112, the under minus 108.
0: Uh, Mr. Gilbert, pretty tough matchup here, man. Which way are you leaning? Yeah, there should this should be another another good game here between uh you know two two good teams two teams right at the top of the uh, the league right now are fighting fighting for the president's trophy uh, uh Vancouver did take over as the favorites after last night Boston coming out with an absolute egg against Calgary lost that one four uh, one Vancouver went down to Carolina got a good three two win I don't know Vancouver's PDO is just they're I don't think they're going to regress at any point because I mean they have Demko they have all these all these talented. Talented shooters we keep talking about here, but uh, I feel like this game is is going to be like an under game, under six minus 108. I mentioned it before with the avs Canes game. These teams are going to start playing more more playoff-type hockey. I know the Canucks do tend to go over a little bit, but I think Boston want to try to slow things down at home, get back to their game. So that's my bet here, under six at minus 108. I like that quite a bit. But it, you know, betting aside, I would probably lean to Vancouver as underdogs. They've been fine on the road. Tough, tough bet against Boston at home, but um, if I had to, I would take Vancouver, but just betting the under here.
2: Uh, Once again, I am uh, aligned with Ryan there with the, the under, but there's – yeah, normally I would, I would be thinking of betting the Bruins here, but the vibes around Vancouver, like this Canucks team, are just tremendous right now. The, the team is clicking with, with the, the Lindholm trade like there, there's no disconnect after losing kuzmenko no real jostling in the locker room and everyone loves this this guy immediately seems like and he scores two goals two tipping goals on the power play um and the the, the second line now with him patterson mckeye looks looks awesome so yeah i mean i, I still leave the canucks this is a real a real clincher for me because uh you know i got these these canucks president trophies bets and if the canucks win this one we're looking real pretty uh, I mean, I do have some Bruins as well, but uh, definitely prefer the Canucks um, by far. Uh, but I'm not betting the game. I'm just going to be cheering for the Canucks. Kind of lean that way still. Bruins off a loss is, is never a, a good thing to fade, though. So, yeah, it's not the reason why I'm not betting this one. But, yeah, the under six would be uh, my bet um, along with Brian there with, with both goalies playing. Tremendously well. Both defenses excellent. Uh, Canucks—they're uh, not the run and gun team we saw last year, that's for sure. And the Bruins never are that team. Oh, one more note: like uh, I learned during the broadcast yesterday, that the Bruins—not um, during the broadcast—it was somebody—it was, it was on a podcast or something—but Coyle and Zaka are actually on pace to have more points than Bergeron and Krejci last year. So we always talk about, like, well, oh, they need another center, they need another center, but no, nope, turns out they're all right <laughs> without them. So uh, yeah. The Bruins just keep just keep trucking I don't know they just keep finding a way but yeah under six is the only bet for me in this one
1: I'd say the Bruins find a way like you said um yeah I love Vancouver in this game dude plus one ten is road dogs here uh not shooting on Boston obviously they're a great team Vancouver's been awesome on the road they're dude like 16-7-3 record on the year that Lindholm deal I'm sure you guys talked about it I haven't had to say been able to say anything about it yet um this is sick for Vancouver, and this is such like a niche – not a niche thing, but such like a – maybe a cliche to say, oh, I love the fact that they went and pulled off a deal as early as they did. You know, Everybody says you need time to get acclimated with the team, time to get acclimated inside a dressing room, and you get this deal done, like, what, about a month before the actual trade deadline? That's huge. It's You can't understate the value of that, man. So to go in there, have success, build a team, and be ready with the playoffs, I think that's a perfect pickup. If this Lindholm can get back to where he was, like – I don't know what was it two or three years ago when he was on that line with it was like him, Goudreau, and Kachuk. They all had like over forty goals or something in Calgary. Like that's insane. We know this guy can put the biscuit in the basket. Any depth scoring that you can get uh, on that Vancouver team with the likes they already have, with like Pedersen lighting the lamp, Basser having an awesome year, like even the depth scoring from like Lafferty and McKay of generating chances too. Like this team is awesome, dude. They're stacked. They're going to the fucking moon. Uh, so give me the Canucks in this game plus one ten. I really like what we're seeing here. Carson Soucy still out. That hurts on the back end. Yes, he's not like, you know, a, a top four kind of guy, but he, he brings some value to the back end, man. He's a good defenseman. I know he's both liked in the dressing room as well, so that still hurts, but I don't think it's going to be enough to factor in, especially with the
2: way Thatcher Demko is playing this year. He's actually an underrated defenseman for sure. I'm glad you brought mm-hmm. that up because Carson Soucy is, is, is a great puck-moving guy. Like, uh, they, they definitely miss him. Of course, Canucks have a bunch of other guys around, but uh, the Canucks have to do, do a lot better with him in the lineup, so I'm glad you brought that up for sure bro uh and then yeah i'm great with you guys in the under in this game
1: too i think we're i think we're gonna see a battle man like you know we've said it a couple times on the show like oh we're gonna see a playoff style hockey game well christ you got arguably the two best teams in the league going at it here so uh to expect anything less you know uh uh, i don't think we're gonna see that so it's gonna be a battle give me the under give me the
0: canucks baby Uh All right. We're brought to you by the Super Bowl 58 props contest. A thousand dollars winner take all free to enter. Pick 58 props for Super Bowl 58. Enter today at sportscomingpodcast.com slash SB58 or the link in the SGPN app and check. Make sure you check out cut cut is a peer to peer social betting platform that's U.S. based and available in 40 states. Peer to peer social betting is a new and better way to bet. You can bet directly against your friends or other users on any event with a verifiable outcome. Plus, they have tons of fun social features like group chats, betting leaderboards, history, profiles, fan groups, and more. Uh, Cut offers lower VIG and fully customizable odds, perfect for those fun Super Bowl prop bets. Cut handles the payment side of things, so you never have to chase anyone down for money. Cut is the peer to peer social betting platform that is US based and available in 40 states. Uh, make sure you go to cut.com it's k-u-t-t.com and use promo code sgpn for 10 percent deposit bonus and make sure you check out game time buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports music comedy and theater near you with killer deals on last minute tickets and their best price guarantee you can stop stressing over the tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have Game that app experience is great, has those flash deals, last minute tickets, easy to find and buy tickets, and you get the images of the seat views, you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. So snag the tickets without distress with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account or redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today, last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, moving out of the 7 p.m. time slot again. Here
1: we have the Calgary Flames against the New Jersey Devils. Game itself here is in New Jersey. Flames on the money line sitting at plus 120. Devils on the money line at minus 142. Uh, Over under sitting at six and a half. Over at plus 100. The under minus 120 here. Uh, I don't know what to make of this game, man. Like, I don't know. The Flames like they they're trading guys off and then every time I watch them they play like some okay hockey and then the Devils are just an absolute shit show this year. Have not been good at home. They're 11 and 11 and 2 on the year. Um fuck dude, like I don't like doing past games and I'm not going to do a past game. I'm going to take the Flames here at plus 120 as road dogs um devils are banged up dude obviously jack hughes still out here tyler toffoli's day-to-day with an illness i'm seeing goaltending has been so suspect nico dawes expected to play he's got a 3.43 goals against average of 0.895 save percentage i know calgary's selling uh but i i just I, I can't i can't bet any team that has nico dawes as their goalie right now and if he's not playing who is it fucking Vitek Vanacek. that's a joke um so give me the flames i guess it's plus 120 dogs over under in this game. Last time these guys met, it went under. It was a four-two game. I think I had that as like my total, and I remember getting burned on that, even though I really liked the bet. I don't know. I'm staying away from the. I'm staying away from the total in this game.
0: Yeah, this, this is, a, is a toss up here. I guess I, I would lean Calgary's way, just because you can't trust the Devils. Whoever they put in net, especially with with uh, their their injuries, Hughes probably still out. I know he think he practiced the other day. Uh, to fully questionable. You mentioned as well. Um, but yeah calgary it looks like they're going to sell uh, i saw archer said he put a bet on them to make the playoffs i don't know if i quite like that i think they will still keep selling but anytime you have markstrom in there they, they have a chance to win so Played i would well. lean that way yeah but also i think the over here is is the easiest play over six and a half at plus 100 minus 105 i did get over six at minus 125 so i do like having that push insurance but i w- would still play it here at six and a half uh devil's games just tend to go over and Flames. Flames are capable of scoring too. So over here for me.
2: Vanna, check yourself, town. vtech tech is a legit <laughs> NHL goalie. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. No, he's no, he's not. Um, he he was good against the ads, though. But anyway, uh, flames here, flames all the way. Uh came through for me against the Bruins. I'm gonna ride him again. I liked a lot what I saw from that game. Yeah, flames uh they got, they got a bit of a jump to them. They're, they're still competing. You know, we we know that they're sellers, but uh, they, they're not believing that in the locker room, that's for sure. And the, the coaching staff will still uh, coach these guys up to win these games. So uh, with, the, with the Devils injury struggles, I know they're, they're they're competing. They believe that they can make the playoffs still and, and go deep, you know, after uh, how great they were last season. Um, but the, at some point, there's the, the, all these injuries are too much to overcome. And their their goaltending was, was bad to begin with. Their defense was uh, um mediocre to begin with I mean Simone Nemich has come on strong he, he's he's actually outperforming Luke Hughes in my opinion um so far as rookie defenseman goes so uh that, that's a good thing for the future but for now for the game, for this game for Thursday not the future the flames are gonna win this game give me the plus 120 and uh, of course devil's game just automatic over um and that, that's just the the default play even with uh, marks playing so well uh it's just so the devils find ways to score and they find ways to to let goals in so over and uh, the Flames money line. Oh, and one more thing. Jack Hughes is, is pretty close, but I think he's not ready till the weekend, is what I'm hearing. But if Jack Hughes plays, then uh, probably bail on the, the Flames money line. Actually, you know what? No, no, fuck that. I'd probably double down because, you know, the rising star theory, right? Once, once the big guy gets back and the rest of the team like takes, takes that off, all this guy's back. You'll take care of us now. We don't have to give all our effort. So, uh, that's just something to monitor, though. If Jack Hughes comes back, just watch the line, see if you can get a better price. But I think that he'll be back on the weekend anyway. So.
1: Right on. Uh, all right, moving down to the APM time slot. We got the Tampa Bay Lightning against the New York Islanders. Game itself, it's in New York here. Uh, Tampa Bay on the money line sitting at plus 100. Islanders on the money line at minus 120. Over-under is at six. Bolt over-under paying off minus 110. Uh, Jolie, what's going on here? Bolt's on the second night of a back-to-back. They got any chance of beating the Islanders or no?
2: No. No, they don't because uh <laughs> is <Fasleski's> playing tonight. <laughs> that means our guy JJ, do you want to see Hansson on oh, the No, For This game. <laughs> Johannes Johansson versus Ilya Sorokin. Uh that's uh, that's a bad matchup to say the least. Um that that's no good. That's like uh I don't know. Me on a breakaway against Talon, and I don't even Hell skate. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's um, a <laughs> So yeah, giving, giving the Islanders here. Just a huge, huge mismatch. Lightning on the back to back, of course, playing the the Rangers now. It's it's a bigger, bigger, higher powered uh, uh, matchup, especially after the the playoff matchup uh, two years ago in the Eastern Conference Finals. Still some memories there, and then going to town to, with the Islanders, who are you know desperate to make the playoffs with with Patchouin in town. Like even they've only won what two of the five games, three of the five games, but uh, they play. They've deserved better than that. They've been playing uh, excellent in all those games except for the first one, which is one of the ones they won against the Stars. That was the only one where they really outplayed, in my opinion. Um, yeah, I guess the Leafs too, but Sorokin was just uh, tremendous in that one, and Pierre Engvall, of course. I'm sure you loved that, Dal. <laughs> oh my god, fucks me every
1: way possible. Like oh, we, we
2: mentioned on the other show. How do you how do you like the tribute video to to Pierre <laughs> Engvall? <laughs>
1: so noted follower of the hockey gaming podcast on twitter carlo coliacovo was in attendance for that game and he said that literally there was zero applause when they showed that (laughs) tribute video inside the building as as it should be now they did a tribute video at the marley's building at rico coliseum i'm sure the place would have absolutely been electric however Did not
2: have <laughs> so yeah give me the islanders here patrick was got this team playing better um we we, we talked about how terrible the islanders were defensively uh, under lane lambert they were like they were a dox level in terms of allowing shots um but now patrick was got them coached up and they're, they're 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 allowing a lot fewer shots and they got he's got the team playing a lot more freely less, less systematic systematically so uh give me the islanders here i think that they can still still um pull some wins together. Still don't think they make the playoffs, but uh, they'll, they'll make a fight of it at least. Um, yeah, better goaltending matchup and all that. And uh, for the total, I think it's 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 right where it should be. Probably will it'll, it'll, it'll the, the line will go up with the Jonas Johansson announced. But uh, I'm probably not going to touch the total. Just give me the Islanders money line because Patrick Law is gonna is gonna win this game.
0: Yeah, you, you can't bet on Johansson, you know, even though he's, he's 10, 6, and 5 this year. So like he's, he's close to 500. Losing record. Losing record, 3.34 <laughs> goals against, 8.94 save percentage. but so Two yeah, shadows. Yeah, I think, yeah. Islanders here, though, minus 120. Get in get in on this while you can, because that probably will rise once Johansson is confirmed for tomorrow. Uh, yeah, the Islanders, I don't know what to make of them, but also the Lightning on the road are, are not good. 10, 13, and 2. Maybe about overtime here. Islanders love to go to overtime and get that loser point. Maybe that's a nice, you know, sprinkle there along with the Islanders money line. And the total, I guess lean to the over because it's Johansson, but also lean to the under because it's it's the Islanders with with Varlamov or, or Sorokin there. So pass on the total, but a play on the Islanders.
2: Pellick back too. Like, I know he's played for mm-hmm. the last few games, but he's important mm-hmm. for that defense. Damn right he is.
0: Um, yeah. That
1: keep this really fucking simple, you cannot bet Jonas Johansson in this game, like Julie said, especially when he's against fucking Elias Sorokin. Um, So all over, all over the Islanders here, man, this is a team that's been, uh I don't know, middle of the pack like, like you guys touched on, but uh I agree with what Joel said. You know, Patrick was his team playing a bit more, I don't want to say exciting, but maybe a bit more energetic, I suppose, would be the better Did word he hear
2: his quote? quote. What do you say? You want, to be a, you want to be a duck or you want to be an eagle?
1: <laughs> I fucking love that. You want to be a duck or an eagle? Jolie's like, I'd rather be a duck, but all right, whatever. I think um, he was talking
2: about Pierre Engvall, too. Like,
1: Pierre Engvall was an eagle.
2: <laughs> right. He true. was talking about, uh, I
0: think, Horvat standing up for Barzal on, on some sort of hit oh, or something. Go.
1: Oh, when Simone Benoit fucked him up. That's what happened. I'm serious. That's what it was. And then... Uh, yeah, somebody fought Benoit, I forget, or whoever fought Benoit. Yeah, so you nice. want to be an eagle or you want to be a duck? Either <laughs> way, you're going to get rocked by the French-Canadian. Um, yeah, anyways, give me the Islanders, minus 120. Um, I'm taking the under in this game, dude. I know that I just shit all over Jonas Johansson any which way possible, but this Islanders team still can't score. We're fucking 24th in the league for goal scoring per game. Tampa coming off the second night of a back-to-back. You know, they got a big matchup tonight. I think they're going to be a little, a little, you know, whatever that is on the ice. They're going to be a little, and then, uh, yeah, Sorokin's just like been lights out. He was so good in that game against the Leafs, man. So I expect nothing less. Give me the under. Give me the aisles, baby. Uh, okay, final game on the docket. 9 p.m. time slot here. We have the Vegas Golden Knights against the Arizona State University Coyotes. Game itself is in Arizona State University. Vegas on the money line sitting at minus 148. Yotes on the money line at plus 124. Over under is sitting at 5.5. Over paying off minus 118. The under minus 102 here. I don't know why. I thought like Vegas was on the second night of a back to back here. They are not. So they they will be coming into this game, you know, kind of refreshed and ready to roll here. Um Tuffy man, this is a bit of a toughy. Vegas, yes, they're a pretty strong team. They're 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 a great team. They're not that great on the road this year, dude. They got a 10 or sorry of 11-10 and 4 record, and we all know that the Arizona State University Coyotes are fucking sick when they're playing in Mordor in the Mullet Arena in the shadow realm. 15-9-0 on the year, man. Although the Yotes are currently on a three-game losing streak. that's uh, That kind of stinks for them. Um, I like the Yotes here, dude. Give me Arizona plus 124 in this game. When the Desert Dogs are dogs in the desert, they find a way to get this shit done. So I'm going to be all over them in this game here. Uh, and then as far as over-under goes, I'm going to lean towards the under in this game, man. We got fucking Aiden Hill versus Connor Ingram. Whoop, whoop. It's the sound of goalie games. If you had have told me last year, we'd be doing goalie game sounds when we're talking about fucking these two goalies. It's two I went,
2: shows in a row. I said the same went, thing last show with, with Aiden Hill. Did you Hill say and the Spirit same Skinner. thing?
1: 100 percent, dude that's insane but you know what they both been absolutely lights out aiden hill healthy had a hell of a game the other night too uh against the oilers here so uh yeah i love the under in this game even though it's at five and a half minus 102 i'm gonna be all over that baby and uh yeah that's it right there that's cool
0: yeah, love the under here. Under five and a half, minus one hundred two. Aiden Hill is back. Hopefully, he can keep this going. Get enough wins. Get enough games played to get in the Vesna Trophy race if Hallabuck falls out of it. And yeah, Connor Ingram has been solid. He's confirmed to start tomorrow over over Malca, who you know Ingram has been good recently. Uh, allowed six to Tampa Bay, but Tampa Bay is gonna gonna do that to you, especially on the second half of a back to back. And I would take Arizona here, but the only thing that that scares me is that they haven't played a game yet, so this is gonna be their first game back. Maybe have a little bit of rust. Meanwhile, Vegas, you know, played a big win against Edmonton, broke their uh, winning streak. So but these are two teams, very good at home, not as good on the road. So if I had to, I would lean to Arizona at plus 124, but uh only betting the under 5.5 here at minus 102.
2: Lean to the Knights, big Big uh letdown spot after the big win over the Oilers, though, and lean to the under five and a half. But I don't want to talk about this game. I want to talk about the game that the Knights played against the Oilers last night. That was the best game of the season. One of the top five, anyway. Uh that was that was pure playoff hockey. Like that that was scary mm-hmm. from the Knights. Like when they scored that two-one goal, you never thought the Oilers were gonna score again. That's what the Knights can do. That's what you we were talking about on the last show too. When it comes to like the difference between um, playoff performers versus regular season, like the Knights have another level that other teams can't get to. Like when you play like those close, gritty games, Knights reach that level when they really wanted to win a game. That's what they can do. I know they they struggle this season. They have injuries and all that, but when they really put it on, they're a scary fucking team. And um, I I could see them like uh, going. You know, they're probably going to play the Oilers in the first round. So that that's that's. Kind of scary for us Oilers betters, but uh that that's something we'll deal with down the road. But yeah, for that game, that was that was great hockey. Aiden Hill was unreal. Stuart Skinner wasn't bad either. But uh yeah, that that was that was oh that was uh, that was a pre-com of, of what's gonna happen in the playoffs there. Uh, we, a what? We, wait, wait, a what we had some pre-com <laughs> going on there. Like we're, 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 we're gonna explode in the playoffs. But uh, yeah, that was some yeah, yeah, uh, that, that's how I felt about that game. Come on. Um you guys they were exactly living on living the on the edge, thing? I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, we were living the edge. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that was a good game. Had a lot of fun. Knoblock is done for Jack Adams. Excellent result for us. Um, yeah, but for this game, lean to the knights. Lean to the under. Uh, it's just it's just tough. Back in the knights after such a gritty performance like that, like they were celebrating like they they won a playoff game, <laughs> like they were ecstatic that they fucking uh, smashed the Oilers' record hopes. So. Uh, Yeah, that's why I'm staying away. But if I had to bet the game, I bet the knights. All
1: right, ads. All right. Oh, we do. We do have (laughs)
0: uh, Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hrefbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. Sounded like Bowie wanted to get a, in an awesome Hall of Fame bets there. He, he was oh, now he, yeah, That's the only types of bets he makes, buddy, is Hall of Fame <laughs> bets. So let's go. Um,
1: all right, we're going to move into our lock Dogs and Totals here. Our current standings, Joel Myers killing it. He's got a record of 45, 38, and one up 10.05 units. I got a record of 3740 3747 down sixteen four units. Ryan's got a record of 3350 and 1 down 19.57 units, but things are going to be looking up. But you know what this is for you and I, Ryan? This is the pre-come before the before the comeback. You know, we're there's a theme <laughs> on this show, right? So this is gonna be the pre-come, and then we're gonna be fully coming back after this. So we're gonna start bagging things out. Um, I'm gonna go first on this one. I'm gonna take the out uh, for my lock, Winnipeg Jets on the Money Line versus Philadelphia Flyers minus 155. Uh, Winnipeg on a four-game losing streak coming into this game. Obviously, they want to right this ship, and I expect the boys to show up here against Philly. Uh, for my dog, Colorado line 120 versus Carolina. Um, I'm fading Kachetkov. I think he's a shit goalie, and I think that uh, the likes of McKinnon is going to be licking his chops to score seven on his own this game. And for my total, Vegas, Arizona, under 5.5, minus 102. Two excellent goalies in Aiden Hill and Connor Ingram going at it here. As well, Vegas is not a great team on the road. Arizona's better at home. I think they're going to up the pressure here. So give me the under 5.5, minus 102.
0: All right, my lock. I'm going with the total here. Canucks, Bruins, under 6, minus 108. We talked about it. Expecting to see some playoff hockey between these playoff teams. So hopefully that stays under there. Uh, My dog is the Panthers on the puck line at plus 102. Uh, against the capitals capitals are just not a good hockey team right now panthers are gonna want to bounce back after a tough loss to the flyers I and mean, my total is the flames devils over six and a half at plus 100 here uh it's a devil's game gotta take the over
2: yeah don't really love this slate haven't been anything aggressively but give me the honors my for my lock minus 120 against uh, the 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 fighting jonas johansson's and the Bay <laughs> lightning Uh giving my dog flames money line on the road against the devils, just just too banged up. And the Flames have something going now. Plus 120 is that price. And total caps punt caps Panthers under six at minus one twenty-five. Just just uh game state says Panthers win this game three-two. They like to sit on leads, they're not gonna push the pace, and the caps just can't score. Although that's good. Nice seeing him finally score. In uh, the previous game against the Canadians in a five-two loss, but yeah, I don't know if it's going to happen again. So yeah, seven goals in this game—it's—it's—it's a—it's a stretch of the imagination to see that happening. So Caps Panthers under six.
0: I forgot to add, uh, Ryan, consensus plays for this game slate. Do we have any? Yeah, that was my we bad. We have we have quite a few. We have six consensus plays on this seven-game slate. We got uh Winnipeg Flyers under five and a half minus one ten, Panthers in regulation minus one sixty, or just play the. Panthers and under parlay that Joel said uh, Canucks Bruins under six at minus 108 uh, Flames plus 120 we, we lean that way at least as well as the over six and a half minus 105 uh, Islanders minus 120 against you know Johansson and then Vegas Arizona under five and a half at minus 102 right on very nice uh, gentlemen what do you think we do we got time for a quick segment we
1: can run through it pretty quickly let's do it let's let's let's, let's see what you got Joel We'll make go it quick. a quickie. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. We already had the pre-com, so this <laughs> don't, one. Don't, yeah, yeah,
0: don't don't make uh, it a long long answer. It's
1: so just, anybody unaware of correct. the lore, we have we have uh we have the the segment master. This is an undisclosed person that I will tell you is lurking in our Discord fairly often. That comes up with all these segments and pitches them to us. So if you don't like the segment. CJ? No, no. If you don't like the segment, though, you can't bitch at us three. And that's to go for all of our segments. You know, we get it from an undisclosed source. But this new segment he called, and this is a doozy, it's called, Is the End in Sight or Is the Future Bright? In which case, we will be running through a player, a personnel of some sort, talking about this scenario. And you guys have to tell me, is the end in sight for this person or is their future bright? Gentlemen, are we ready? I hope so. Uh, Okay. First player on the docket, we have none other, and we're going to be talking about a theme here, Brady Kachuk's tenure with the Ottawa Senators. Brady Kachuk has played 47 games this year. He's got 22 goals, 19 assists, and 41 points. The Sens Sitting at a record of 20 25 and two, seventh in the Atlantic with 47 games played. A lot of controversy, a lot of talk going on about the construction of this team around the city of Ottawa. Uh, Jolie, I'm going to start with you. Brady Kachuk's time in Ottawa is the end in sight or is the future looking bright?
2: Future's just bright. Absolutely. I know you don't like to hear it, but the Sens are going to be good <laughs> next year. I'll be back on the Sens bandwagon. Uh, they will be a great regular season team. Don't know if they're going far in the playoffs, but uh, I'm already looking at whoever they hire for their, their permanent coach to win Jack Adams for 2024. I think that'll be a strong candidate. And Brady Kachuk is going to be a key piece of them going forward. So yeah, I love Brady Kachuk in the Sens. They need him around. I know they have a lot of problems, but they could just f- fix that shit in the off season uh, with a new GM in town. Um. Yeah, they they really have too many. What is it? Left-handed defensemen like Shabat, yes. Chickren, and Jake Chick Sanderson. Like they got to spread things around. Maybe move one of them for another piece. But I think the sense can figure it out. So Brave Chuck will be a big part of that, and I think that he'll be there for the long run.
0: Yeah, I agree. Future's bright there. Uh he's, he's the captain. He's you know, he's not gonna get moved. If someone, if someone gets moved, it'll be it'll be Norris or Shane Pinto or you know right Redley right, Grieg or, or whoever there or or defenseman. I know they're looking to move Chicker in. So Kachuk's the captain. Unfortunately, Talon, he's gonna be there for the long haul.
2: Pinto has been uh hot in the rumor Pinto's mill for the great. avalanche. Like really looking to pick him up for a number that That'd be awesome.
1: That way, I think any team would be happy to have him. He's actually sick. Um yeah. You know, I think short term, the future is bright. However, if we do this same old song and dance next year with this team that has all the hype, supposed to be a contender, and they come out and they shit the bed next season, I don't know, boys. Let me tell you right now, the Sens aren't going to want to trade Brady Kachuk. The only way he will be out is if he demands out. It's as simple as that. A lot comes with that being the captain, of course. You know, it may not be the best look. But uh, I'm just going to say, for the short term, future's looking bright. But if we get another year and a half year of this, if they don't turn it around this year too, I don't know, man. You know, the end might be in sight for good old Brady Kachak, baby. Let's go.
0: Um, all get, right, moving on to... Get, get, get Barubi in there and they'll be fine next year. Berube for Jack Adams. I'm, I'm on board, Joel.
1: There's a lot of good coaching options available for next year for this team. Oh, so.
0: yeah.
2: Um, uh, all Joel right. Quenville, back in the league. Come on. Come on.
1: <laughs> There's plenty of guys, dude. Even Jay Woodcroft. I still thought he was a great coach. Um, okay, moving down. We're going to be talking about... General manager of the Los Angeles Kings, Robert Blake. It's weird calling him Robert. Robbie Blake. Uh currently recent standings. Obviously, the Kings fired Todd McClellan. That was a Blake decision. Uh, the three-five-and-2 in their last 10 games, it's been ugly for a while there. They started out strong. The thing he's under fire for this year. Obviously, the pure Luke Dubois trade in which they gave out Gabriel Vellardi, Alex Alafowell uh Rasmus Kupari and a second round pick as well they signed Dubois for eight years at 8.5 million dollars you are GM of the LA Kings Rob Blake Mr. Ryan Gilbert is the end in sight or is the future looking bright
0: yeah I think this one might be where where the end ends in sight you know McClellan might take the fall as a coach but I could see that them wanting to go a different direction at GM you know Lakes obviously did, did great there, helped them win a cup or two. I'm not sure when he exactly started there, but they're going to have to rebuild sometime. They have Kopitar, Dowdy are going to be retiring soon. Um, they don't exactly look like they have a, enough good young pieces. I mean, Byfield's been okay. Um, Brent Clark's been okay, but like they may want to go in a different direction for the rebuild. So given those two options, I would say that the end is in sight for Rob Blake.
2: Yeah, he was an assistant GM when he they won the the cup in the in the second their second cup but yeah uh, he took over in uh 2017 as the full time gm but no i don't think that he he's, he's got problems at all like like this has been a really quick rebuild like they're, they're having some some trouble times here but it's it, it's it's not a big deal i don't think uh it, it's largely because of some some bad shooting and some bad goaltending they'll figure it out um they have a bunch of prospects coming up. I know we have a terrible trade with, with the DuBois thing, but I don't think that's enough to sink the ship. So I think Rob Blake will be around for uh, a long time yet. I mean, you got to give the guy a, a little bit more time with, with this rebuild. Like, they got a ton of talent. Like, even even the prospect pipeline it, it, coming up, the, there's some players. And even with the players they have right now are, you know, they're, they're a legitimate team. It did, didn't even take too long. Like, Kopitar and Dowdy aren't even retired yet, and they're already, like, another competitive team. Like, that was a really quick rebuild, like it's kind of like what the Rangers did. But yeah, I'm 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 high what Rob Blake is doing down there in LA. I'm not as optimistic as
1: Jolie here, man. I look at some of the more recent deals. Yes, what they've been able to build over the past couple of years has been great, but some of the moves that I'm seeing lately, I don't love. Like, why are you getting rid of Travis Dermot? Like, or not Travis Dermot, Sorry, wow, <laughs> fucking. Swindersen. Yeah, Sean Dery, exactly. Like why are you get this guy's been an absolute stud for for uh for Arizona here and he was playing great hockey when he was with when he was with uh the Kings. So uh, there's a couple things like that. The pure Pierre Lukuba tray. I'm sorry, man. I, I don't think that we can over exaggerate just how shit this has worked out to be here. And it's gotten to the point where a lot of rumblings are that this guy's a bit of a problem in the dressing room too, man. And who is that on? Bad look man. at the ass- bad- look at the assets you gave up to go and get this player though. And this isn't kind of the first kind of time that we've seen this. We all remember the infamous shift of the Yacht in Columbus, you know, demanding out of Winnipeg after getting there and stuff. This falls on the GM for not doing his homework to, and then to give the guy eight years at 8.5, like, that's fucked up, dude. I owe an apology to Archer, because when they made that deal, I was saying, I think it's a good... I think the Pierre-Luc Dubois can still be a top centerman in this league. You know, at least a top two. And Archer was like, well, what the fuck has he done to prove it? And, you know, maybe I was a little too caught up on his draft stock and what we saw from him when he was a
2: younger player, but he's showing that uh, he just doesn't uh, give a the, fuck the, He bodied the Leafs in Columbus when I, uh, dude, you guys played the yes. playoffs.
1: He was, honestly, he was Eric Lindros out there. It was fucking insane. So to, to see the full, the full, you know, 180 from this player, it's it's absolutely insane, man. And that falls directly on the GM. And you know, look at the players that they gave away. And, you know, I hate to say it, but, like, Drew Doughty's not getting old, any younger, man. You could use a Sean Derzy on this back end right now to help out. So uh, I don't know. And goaltending, <laughs> what the fuck are we doing in net with this team? So uh, I don't know, man. I think that the end might be in sight for old Rob Blake there.
0: Yeah, looking at, looking at his offseason, that, that Dubois trade, the Jersey trade, but also they were the third team in the Proveroff trade. They, they gave Sean Walker to the Flyers. They got rid of the Cal Peterson mm-hmm. contract, but also gave, gave up a second round pick and, and Hal's Granz, who was a decent defensive prospect. And the Flyers and should who, be able to get at least a second for for. And Walker. who gave Cal Peterson that contract?
1: Rob Blake. There you go. So I don't know, man. Um, okay, we got two more. Maybe we'll just do one run through it quickly. Um, Joel, we will go to you here. You are Leon Dreisaitl's remaining time in Edmonton, okay? Leon Dreisaitl this year has 46 games played, 23 goals, 35 assists for four, 58 points. He has a year and a half left of a, uh, an eight-year deal worth $8.5 million. He is going to be up eligible for an extension at the as of July 1st of this year. Leon Dreisaitl's time in Edmonton. Is the end in sight or is the future looking bright? What do we think here?
2: my thinking is irrelevant because it'll all depend on what conor mcdavid's thinking is if conor mcdavid is staying leon drysaddle is staying that's that's all it comes down to leon drysaddle is not moving anywhere as long as conor mcdavid is still around but if if conor mcdavid is is signaling that he wants to move then leon drysaddle is not signing a long-term deal absolutely not but i'm not a fortune teller i'm not a i'm not a psychic i'm not capable of reading people's minds certainly not uh hockey players in Edmonton so I that's just my thinking I if Connor McDavid stays Leon stays and uh that's all there is to it I think it
0: I, I think is this future part, I think it could be the opposite opposite way I, I could see the Oilers going above and beyond to lock up settle in, in an attempt to also lock up McDavid either the next year or whenever whenever he is because that that's the Oilers ticket right now they don't have a lot of high-salary guys looking at their cap-friendly page. That that nurse contract is is looking bad at nine point two oh million, God. but they they have to have they have to keep McDavid and Drysaddle like that. That's what that's what they have. They have no other centers really uh, coming up or, or on the team right now. So they have to do what they can with those two. So I think that he's there for probably potentially his whole career.
2: Does he want? Now, to I stay don't think alone? McDavid is going anywhere. So Drysaddle is okay. not going anywhere either. That's my. Reason. I'm
1: not so now. Oh. Yeah. I'm just to I'm Toronto. just saying. Oh, no, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just want to look at one little thing here. I just want to get one little thing to do to do, do, do. a new clause to do from July 22nd. Leon Drysaddle does not have a full no-move clause. Leon Draisaitl has a 10 team no-trade list from what I'm seeing right now.
2: Yeah. So you think If you're, you're the him?
1: Oilers if, if discussions are going nowhere and you're before the trade deadline next year and you're not sure that you're signing this player, can you risk walking Leon Drysaddle into free agency? That's, you know not a, the that's, that's not a deadline there? move.
0: It's, it's either this so offseason, they talk to the, him, and they trade him in the offseason. Unless they're not in the playoffs next year, and then, then they potentially move him. Like if, if like McDavid gets hurt or something, or if Skinner turns back into a pumpkin. But you can't trade... Leon Drysaddle in season. If, if you're they trade him, now. Connor McDavid is gone. Hundred percent. That's
2: all there is to it. Well, what if the
0: what if they trade him for like a, a younger center and a and a younger defenseman to to like you know shore things up with McDavid? Shane Pinto and
1: fucking
0: Jake Shane Pinto and, and Jacob Chickren. There you go. <laughs> no.
2: And a first McDavid, round Look look at how close McDavid and Drysaddle are at the All Star. They are game. very. They, close they are they are they are they are boys. Yo.
1: Yeah. But now what about the side of it that? I think it's safe to say that Settle has been significantly underpaid for the past fucking six years of this contract here. This guy's looking and should be looking for over 13 sheets. He's going to make more than what Matthews signed for, and rightfully so. He's a better fucking player. So, like, or the, do the Orlies... Think about what you're going to have to give McDavid after you give Drysaddle fucking $14 million. Like, that's a They'll lot of money, work. bro. Yeah.
2: They'll make it work. I mean, if the Leafs can do it with four players, the Oilers can do it with two. That's a fair point. That's a fair point. And two very valuable players
1: to have. Interesting. Um, All right. One last quick one. Run through it real quick. Leafs head coach Sheldon Keefe. Future looking bright? Or is the end in sight for Sheldon Keefe? What are your
0: thoughts here, Gilbert? I think you got to start this one, Talon. What do you think?
1: I think that even though it's not his fault, the end might be in sight here. Now, unless this team wins two rounds in the playoffs this year, and depending on that's a lot to ask for, but it's not his fault. Look at the fucking roster construction, bro. Like look at the defense of this team is icing on a nightly basis. This is absolutely fucking insane. It's not his fault. I'm sorry, but Brad tree living kind of fucked Sheldon keep heading into this year with who they have on the back end, man. It's, it's an ex- like, there's no other way around it. Sheldon Keith is basically begging for help. He's scratching players. He's fucking benching power play units. He, he's willingly going out there saying, I don't know who to trust on my team. And that is all but a public cry for help saying, I need some fucking players I can trust on my back end. So, you know, whether it's, it's his fault or not, it is his responsibility to get these boys firing. And, you know, the talent's just not there on the back end to make it happen. So if they don't go on a playoff run this year, unfortunately, I love the guy. Uh, I think uh, the end might be in sight for one, Sheldon Keefe. I, I
0: agree on that. I think the end is in sight if they don't win win two rounds or you know have a good showing in the second round at the very least. You you mentioned there's a bunch of good coaching options available. Uh, I, and like yeah, you, you can complain about the, like him not like him not, but Boston. I saw a tweet today like Boston's doing that with Coil and and Zaka uh, having better better point projections than than uh Krejci and Bergeron like I, and I know it comes down to like goaltending like Boston has Swayman and Allmark and, and Toronto has has Samsonov who's been very very hot and cold but Sheldon Keefe's had had a few years with his core and he hasn't been able to get anything out of it so I think if there is a big
2: change in the offseason it'll be him Yeah I don't know much to add there it's, I'm more interested to see what the, the Leafs do with the trade deadline I think that they'll need to ah. determine yeah that's the read I'm getting right now because people feel that this team isn't good enough to win anyway, so why sell off assets to get a uh, Chris Tanev or whatever? But, yeah, I think that they need time. But uh, with all these deals coming in early, that just pushes up the price for the other guys. So even if the Thieves do think that they're good enough to win the Cup, you're going to have to pay a lot more to get these quality players at the end of the day. So, yeah, at least they're in a tough position. And uh, as for Sheldon Keefe, uh, I don't think it's really his fault. Uh, Brad Tree living, I don't think, had a great – <laughs> the first half of his tenure there Taking over for Dubas But yeah, we'll see uh, Totally neutral, but yeah, you're right I don't think that he's surviving the season regardless all right, we've gone long, boys. Let's wrap this
1: up here. Uh, every go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. Tons of stuff in the world of sports. We got an awesome weekend, bro. We got the fucking Super Bowl, the waste management open. I'm sure there's tons of hockey going on too, dude. So tons of stuff in the world of sports. You can find all that information at the SGPN website. That's the place to be. Go check it out. Read the articles. Check out all the other shows. Check out Ryan's fantasy hockey articles. He's pumping out weekly. Uh, but he's an absolute killer doing those, man. So be sure to go read those uh maybe keep an eye out for some new hgp merch hockey gaming podcast merch around the corner who knows about that we'll have to see maybe something's cooking maybe it's not Who knows? Uh, And, of course, shout-out to all our friends and pals in the Discord. Always popping off. That's the place to be, man. Discord is fucking sick, dude. I'm sure it's absolutely buzzing right now. I haven't looked, but these games are about to start. I'm going to go in there and see what everybody's saying, dude. So shout-out to all our friends and pals in there. If you're not in the Discord, uh, first of all, you're not making money. Second of all, you can reach out to myself or Ryan on Twitter. We'll point you in the right direction. Or you can reach out to the HGP Twitter account. Social media assistant producer will get you going, rocking and rolling, getting in there. Uh, Or what you can do is... uh, just go to the, yeah, I don't really got an opinion on this store. And when you go to the, yeah, I don't got the opinion on this store, you know, you'll see our very own Joel Meyer. And you'll be like, hey, Joel, you know, how do you feel about this? He's like, yeah, I don't really got an opinion on it, you know, but uh, that's cool too. And then, you know, when you're in there, you can be like, hey, how do I get in the Discord? And he's like, yeah, that's how you get in the Discord. And you'll be like, okay, is the Discord cool? And he'll be like, well, I don't really have an opinion on that, but, you know, it's all good, you
2: know. So that's how you get in the Discord too. Okay. Uh, you want a hot take or you want a real take? I don't. If I don't have either, then I'm not going to give no take. I'm not going to give no take then. Yeah, fine, so I respect it. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're new merch actually coming out. Uh, I mentioned last show
0: it could be a headband coming out. This this hat I'm wearing here is new. It came in the mail uh, yesterday. A cool uh, blue gradient hat here. So make sure you check that out. SG.PN slash store. go to the hockey the podcast. Check out all that good stuff. Uh, yeah, leave, leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple mm-hmm. or Spotify. Try something to read here at the end of the show. Give us a review how sick
1: Joel's jacket was that he was wearing. That thing actually looked dope. I dig it. Everybody loves that shit, man. I should yeah. wear it
2: more often. Man. You should. Yeah.
1: It's cool. looks good on you. Uh, Alright, everybody. My name is Talon Jenkins. You can find me pre-coming at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94.
0: I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop.
2: And I'm Joel Meyer. No show, no show tomorrow because I'll be sweating my balls off over the NFL awards show starting at the 9 oh, Eastern Lord. time. Oh, man. If if Miles Garrett doesn't win Defensive Player of the Year, if uh, Will Anderson doesn't win Defensive Rookie of the Year, I'll be fucking cursing. If Kevin Stavansky somehow wins Coach of the Year, I'll be fucking ecstatic, but I think it's going to be Ryan's, which is okay, but not ideal. Anyway. Right on, man. (laughs)
1: Thanks for hanging out. (laughs) Peace. (laughs)